T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Home and home. The man... Shrink Tank is hired to write about psychology's crossover with pop culture and specifically right now with professional sports is Ian Murray. Ian is a licensed professional counselor and author, and we're very fortunate to have him on the program because of this breaking news regarding Antonio Brown. Thanks for joining us, Ian. This was, to me, for many weeks, kind of a laughing matter. Like, ah, look what Antonio Brown's up to on social media, getting dismissed because, you know, the frozen feet with the Raiders and the stupid things. It's no longer a laughing matter, is it? What do you make of this latest breaking news? A.B., again, anti-suicide smock, as he makes a court appearance, ordered to undergo a mental health evaluation. At what point did you think this was no longer a laughing matter? Hey, good morning, guys. So first of all, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, so I think when it really started to take a turn for me was when he was actually with the Raiders. So when you look at the way that he exploded um, at the GM after they rescinded his contract and made it just on a week-to-week basis, the way he responded, the way he acted to get out of his contract was very impulsive and he acted very quickly. And so I think for me, that's when I was like, okay, there's something else going on here. You know, there was some trails and bits and pieces in his relationship with um, Big Ben, the way he's responded to Juju Smith-Schuster. So there's been little crumbs along the way, but I think his departure from the Raiders really started to give me the signal of like, okay, there's something going on here. It's more than maybe just diva behavior. Um, This is something that he's really struggling with. That is my question in general, Ian, whether we're talking about Antonio Brown or Aaron Hernandez. I'm watching that documentary right now with yep. my wife. Uh, Dave recommended it. What, when do we go from this guy's an idiot, this guy's a bad person, to this guy has a mental health issue? Like, I, I don't understand... Because when they start doing, oh, he's a bad guy, or, oh, he's an idiot. But then there's a point where you're like, oh, man, this guy's got mental health issues. How do you know when you break that threshold and when we should talk about it differently on the airwaves? Yeah. No, that's a great question because I think that's where we often um, have difficulty, like like you're saying, finding the answer. So – For me, I'll offer you a couple different things. Um, First is the persistence and the amount of time that happens in the disruptions in a person's life. So when people come into my office, you know, they may come in and say, you know, I'm feeling really sad. Okay, well, how long has it been going on? Eh, A couple days, but I usually bounce back and get over it. Okay, so there might not be a whole lot going on. That's kind of the normal flux of human emotion. Um, So when you're talking about, you know, is this guy just a jerk or what's going on? Is it something that's disruptive? Is it perpetual? And what is 
like what is causing that person to be this way? So if we take it a step further, like we all develop adaptive behaviors to our environment at different times in our life. And as we grow up and we change scenes and we change diff to different areas, those behaviors are no longer adaptable, right? So if I had to act out as a kid to get attention, but now as an adult, I get a lot of attention. I don't need to act out, but those behaviors still keep coming up. That can be a sign that, hey, there's something else going on. Um, but unfortunately there's no like, like specific perfect criteria way of saying, Hey man, this person is mentally ill or this person is not because we all, to some extent have things in our life that, you know, could be deemed as not necessarily mental illness, but you know, mental distress or difficulties that impact our life. So I know that's not, you know, a super direct answer to your question, but I think it differs for each person. And I think the most important thing is the way that we approach that topic in conversation. Talking to our good friend Ian Murray, licensed professional counselor and author um, from Shrink Tank. And I want to zero in on Antonio Brown and where exactly yeah. it went wrong. And you write that uh, the continued self-destructive behaviors indicate that he may be struggling far more than we anticipated. To me, it was that moment filming and live streaming an incident with the police in front of his children, what did that moment say to you is wrong or potentially wrong with AB? Yeah, I think that the interesting thing to me about that was I was expecting when that video came out um, to be a bystander video, right? To be like TMZ or somebody yes. coming in and filming it and then posting it. But then I looked and it was something that he was live streaming on his own, voluntarily giving up this, this moment to people. And the most fascinating thing about that video to me is his view as the victim, right? So we can all sit there and look at the video and be like, he's cursing, he's yelling, he's really belligerent and not making much sense at times. He's not able to be reasoned with, but in his view, he's the victim. And that's the part that really struck me is like, okay, if, if he doesn't see himself as a victim, he probably doesn't think that he has a problem. And that was really concerning to me. Because it's one thing if somebody knows or has an inkling and they're you know, trying to seek help, but if somebody doesn't even realize how their actions or behaviors are impacting others or being perceived, that's really concerning. And so for me, you know, we, um, his kids were there. You know, it was just so uncomfortable to watch. Um, and so that was really concerning. It's just lack of awareness and his willingness to share that, but identifying himself in the wrong. And I don't know the ins and outs of the situation, so I don't want to say that, you know, that there was nothing going on that, you know, he didn't have a right to be upset, but the, the lack of awareness really struck me. Ian, what typically triggers mental health issues? Is it like a, a chemical imbalance or is it a response to fame or stress or anxiety? Like what is yeah. the thing that triggers this stuff? Yeah. So it's the answer to that is yes, it could be just about anything. So it could be her, um, heritability, something that's passed down through generations that happens a lot with, um, substance abuse. Um, it could be the environment. Um, it could be added stressors. It could be fame, um, it could be isolated moments, the death of a parent, you know, things that people go through in natural courses of life that given the right circumstances can really bring out, um, you know, the symptoms of mental health in anybody. Now, some 
some mental illnesses, you know, have more heritability and they're longer term, but you know, anyone can experience anxiety, depression from really things that we go through normally, a car accident, you know, a death of a loved one. And so there's so many factors that go into um, a person who's developed some sort of you know, mental health concern. Um, and I think, you know, Aaron Hernandez is the perfect example, right? Like, there's so many things that happened in his early childhood that pointed us in the direction that he might be going, you know, from, from witnessing um, domestic violence in the home, from being sexually abused, from, you know, having his father, you know, he's an alcoholic. There's research that shows that kids who are exposed to increased levels of stress um, have diff- can have difficulty later in life because they're in, a, in an elevated level of stress, and so they may not develop um, skills to have conversations, right? They're in fight or flight mode where they're just mm. trying to survive. And so all of these things can play into um, someone's mental health, and it doesn't just have to be in childhood, right? I know, you know, for a long time we yeah. felt that it had to, but that's not true. There's anything can happen. You know, I often tell clients that um, that feel like, oh, well, there, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. And it's like, you know, I'm one or two bad things happening from being from it being flipped. So there's so many factors that go into it that we've got to be aware of. And we're talking to Ian Murray, licensed professional counselor and author on psychological mental health issues, pop culture and sports at Shrink Tank. But there's one aspect we haven't talked about, and that's the presence or potential presence in the case of Antonio Brown of CTE. Mm -hmm. We do know that Aaron Hernandez, that was certainly a factor. And you wrote that much of the narrative is dismissive, depicting the possible impact of Aaron's upbringing. How does CTE Mm -hmm. factor in to the mental health of Aaron Hernandez and perhaps of Antonio Brown as well, Mm -hmm. with the caveat that we have no idea If AB right. has CTE, it does feel like that's the case. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, in the Aaron Hernandez documentary, um, they talk about how CTE can have an impact on the frontal lobes of our brain. And those are primarily responsible for organization, decision making, emotion regulation, right? All of the things that we see oftentimes you know, through Aaron Hernandez, right, with his behaviors reactionary in nature. Um, Antonio Brown, the same, you know, lack of impulse control, very reactionary. Those big, strong emotions that just seem to take him over that he's not able to control. If those parts of our brain are damaged, it can really affect our ability to function and essentially um, control some of those things. So, it's really important that when we also look at trauma in Aaron Hernandez's case and even Antonio Brown, you know, there's reports again that he grew up homeless, um, you know, at 16 and trauma can have some similar effects to the frontal lobes of the brain um, that CTE can. So if we look at those in the larger context and when both of those come together, it can be really devastating. So it's really about the amount of, because our brain doesn't need a, a large amount of impact or trauma to do some damage. So that repetition just continues to deteriorate those really vital parts of the brain. Ian Murray, licensed professional counselor, author. Check him out, shrinktank.com. They write about the intersection of mental health and pop culture and far too many issues right now 
intersecting between mental health and sports. Ian, we'd like to talk to you again as this Antonio Brown story continues to unfold. Thanks for your time on a Friday. That'd be awesome, man. You guys have a great weekend. I really enjoyed this. Hey, everybody, it's Ross Tucker. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time exclusively on the Radio.com app or on the web at Radio.com slash home. Home and Home. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.